Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how to set our lives on fire for God. You probably recognize the verse in Jeremiah 20, verse 9, but if I say, I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. You know, God lights a fire in our lives, and that's not just about passion or excitement. It is the inability to do anything but proclaim the good news. That's certainly the case in the story I want to look at today from Daniel chapter 3, where we see three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who are literally on fire for God. Daniel chapter 3 verse 1 says, King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold 60 cubits high and 6 cubits wide and set it on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He then summoned the satraps, the prefects, the the governors, the advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial officials to come to the dedication of the image he had set up. And so the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, and magistrates, and all the other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before Then the herald loudly proclaimed, nations and peoples of every language, this is what you are commanded to do. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn or the flute or the zither or the lyre or the harp or the pipe and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of the gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, the flute, the zither, the lyre, the harp, and all kinds of music, all the nations and peoples of every language fell down and worshipped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. You know, this is a personal pet project of the king. He is insisting that his value system be forced on his subjects or else. He goes to all the trouble of having this huge idol built. Everybody can see it. And he sets a day when everyone must bow down to it. And from the viewpoint of Nebuchadnezzar, he may have believed that this was truly an important thing for his subjects to do for the health of his kingdom. So much so that the penalty of disobedience was going to be death. And anyone who was audacious enough to reject his paganism would pay a price. In verse 8, it says, At this time, Some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, your majesty. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. You know, this really isn't about an idol. Maybe the king legitimately thought it was prudent to force his people to worship this statue, but ultimately it goes deeper than that. This is about a king and his desire to force his values on his people. He is imposing his pagan lifestyle on an entire people. He can't stomach someone believing something different or worshiping in a way other than the one he thought up. 
So, as Daniel 3.13 says, furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold that I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into a blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace uh, heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the, the strongest soldiers in the army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing their robes and their trousers and their turbans and all other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. And the king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. There you have it. Three men who are literally in the fire for God. And if this isn't insecurity on Nebuchadnezzar's part, I don't know what is. Nebuchadnezzar, he could not handle anyone rejecting his evil worldview. And even when someone stood up for the commands of God, the king, he went over the edge. You know, heat the furnace up seven times hotter and throw them in, he yelled. Not much has changed in the past few thousand years. And today there is no shortage of powerful people who tell us we must accept their immoral, ungodly worldview or else. You know, there will be a price to pay, whether it's your job, your business, your relationships, your well-being, your safety. If we don't bow before the idols of our society, they will still turn up the furnace seven times hotter and throw us in. And so many people, even those who are truly passionate and excited about God, bow down. They want to worship God, but they don't want to pay the price of saying no to the world. That's why passion and excitement simply aren't enough. We need a fire in our bones that is so hot that when we try to say, I will not mention his word or speak anymore in his name, his word is in our hearts like a fire, a fire shut up in our bones. We'll get weary of holding it in. Indeed, we won't be able to. That was the mindset of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Of course, it would have been easier not to risk everything to just bow down, to go through the motions and appease the king. But they just couldn't hold in the word of God. And they trusted that God would deliver them if they stood up for his righteousness. In verse 17, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they looked at the king's 
and looked him straight in the eyes. And I'd like to imagine them with a, a certain level of calm, saying, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. I think that is what really set the king off. It wasn't just that these guys were stubborn and didn't come and bow down to the pagan idol on the appointed day. In fact, the king was angry, but he was still ready to give them a reprieve as long as they went to go and worship the statue now. But none of the king's arguments or threats or fury could sway these men. And the king, he just couldn't stomach seeing people who refused to get in line with his wrong way of thinking. That's the power we have. When we have the fire of God's word truly in our bones, we are willing and able to look directly in the eyes of the powerful and say, I will stand up for the Lord. That may result in all kinds of pain on earth, but we know that our God is one who can we can trust and he will deliver those who stand up for his righteousness. To be on fire for God is not just about passion or excitement. It is about being so invested in the word of God that we simply are not able to hold in that good news any longer. Root yourself in the word of God and let that fire take control of your life. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually, using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday, so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.